0: I just felt God lay upon my heart to speak to you about a new identity, a new identity, and I and I and I, I get the sense that I'm going to raffle a bit of a some religious feathers this morning. Is that okay? Can we just ruffle some of those religious feathers this morning? And um, and you're more than welcome. That. After the service, you're more than welcome during the to give me a call, chat to me. If I say something that you do not agree with, please, you're more than welcome to call me and talk to me. But I want to speak to you about a new identity. Now, I'm one of the privileged ones, the blessed ones. It only took me six months to get my Australian passport. That's a blessing. It's true, it's a blessing, Right? I almost cried when, when it came in the post, and then they let me know. They said, Your passport is on the way, right? And I was. Now, if you're an Australian, you will not know how exciting this is for a South African. It is it is insanely exciting. You know, you, you can't wait to get your hands on that passport. And, and 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 it came, and my 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 kids were there as well. And I, and I almost felt like crying, but I just 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 holding this, this 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 book. And I and I opened it up and um, r- right here in the front, can you see those, that nice, beautiful picture? You're not allowed to smile. It looks like, you know, you've got to be a. You've got to have the, uh, the Tom Cruise look, you know. And then they take the picture. But anyway, so I, I don't look like that at all. I thought I did, but no. I look more like a criminal. But, um, <laughs> but as you open it up, as you open up the passport, as I open it up, it said this. Um, under nationality, it says Australian. And I did really cry when I saw that. And I realized my identity has changed. Because in, in, in the little green one, it says South African. And I look at this, and it says, you now got a new identity your nationality now is Australian. So, so, so it went from, how are you, to, good day, mate. <laughs> I can even say that in Afrikaans. Who dit maat? I think I'm the only Australian that can do that. No kidding, okay, <laughs> But my identity has changed. My identity is not South African anymore. I am now Australian. It's, it's incredible. And Peter's been preaching for this this month or so on the book of Mark. And 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 if you haven't heard any of those sermons, I want to encourage you to go and go and listen to that. And he mentioned something in the first or the second sermon of Mark about Jesus' temptation. And and my question to you this morning is this, is um, what was Jesus' first temptation? What was his first temptation? Now, now, if you can't remember and you look at me like, oh, my man, I I should know this. I I should, relax. I'm going to show it to you. Put that up for me please in Matthew chapter four, verse one to three. Matthew chapter four, verse one to three. It says this, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Now just in that sentence is a sermon. I'm not gonna go there, right? You can, you can just read that. Now Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted and after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came to him and said, what did he say to him? What did he say? If you are the son of God. Listen to how he starts. He starts by hitting him with identity. He says, if you are who you say you are, if you are the son of God. And church, may I say this morning to you, his strategy has not changed. It's still the same today. His question to you and to me is this. If you are a child, a son of God, if you are a daughter of God, and we're going to explore that this morning, and we're going to go. It's the same strategy with Jesus. He said, if you are the son of God. That was the first temptation. Who are you? Who do you profess to be? Do you know who you are? then if you are the Son of God, tell these bread. And then Jesus says, no, no, but it is written. So he immediately reacts. Jesus knew who he was. I didn't have to prove it to anyone. He didn't have to prove to the devil that he was the Son of God. He knew who he was. This is the strategy today. I remember in Adelaide, um, there was a time where I really struggled mentally really struggled. I, I went through some, some, some really difficult things and, and I just couldn't get my head around it. And, and, and the thoughts were, why am I struggling with this? Why, why can't I cope with this? Why can't I go forward? Why is it that, that I feel like a failure? Why is it that I, that I cannot succeed? And, and all these, I know you don't have any of those thoughts and, I, and it's great just to share with you my, my experiences, right? And so, so I'm struggling with all these things And at one stage, I I ended up with a clinical psychologist. Now, you've got to be pretty messed up, you know, to to end up with a clinical psychologist. Well, that's what I thought in any way. Now, I'm sitting with this guy, and he's sitting at the other side of the table, looking at me, and he he starts speaking and asking me questions. Now, this was the third time that 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 I saw this guy. And at one stage, he looks at me and he says, man, I just need to ask you this question. He says, who are you? And, and and i thought well that's why i'm here <laughs> that's why i'm here he says no no who are you he said have you have you did, did you go deep into yourself and discover who you are and immediately immediately in that moment i've got a moment of clarity it's as if the holy spirit just used that guy in that moment even with what he told me to break This thing in my mind. And I realized that is what all what I was, that was all that I've been doing. I was going into myself, trying to find who I am. And immediately God said to me, that's the wrong place to start. And while I'm sitting talking to him, I realized this. And I said to him, I said, that's what I've been doing for months and months. And I can't get the answer. I said, thank you so much for giving me the answer. I need to realize what he says about me so that I can know then who I am. It doesn't start with me. My identity doesn't start with me. It started in him. And what he says about me, how he thinks about me, what he proclaims over my life, that is who I am. Church, and that is who you are. You are who God says you are. amen. Amen? You got it? Why is this important? You see, before Jesus was born here on earth, God and humanity were separated. We all understand that, right? God and humanity were separated. And the Bible says that God had to speak to man through prophets, But after Jesus' birth, God spoke to us through His Son. Why is this important? You see, God opened a new conversation with humanity. And the new conversation, listen to this, church. The new conversation now defines our new identity and our relationship with God the Father. Listen to this, Hebrews chapter 1. Verse 1 and 2. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 and 2 says this. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets and many times and in various ways. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed heir over all things, and through whom also He has made the universe. God could not speak to humanity with greater clarity and accuracy than He revealed in His Son. Do you want to know what God looks like? Look at Jesus. Yes, amen. He is the invisible or He's the visible image of the invisible God. Now here's the thing. Are you still with me? Here's the thing, church. If you want to truly understand your place in the universe, you must discover the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Because in Him, you find your identity and your design. Are you with me this morning? It is in Jesus that you find your identity and your design. Listen to this, Romans chapter eight, verse 29. We quote these scriptures so many times, but during this weekend and maybe in these last two weeks, it's just been so, so hard pressed on my heart. Listen, Romans eight twenty-nine says this. For those that God foreknew, he also predestined, listen to this, to be conformed, To the image of his son. (laughs) Who God, for those who God foreknew, he also predestined. God predestined for you to be conformed in the image. What does that mean? To look like him. To talk like him. To do like him. Now you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh my goodness, no, I can't be like Jesus. Am I ruffling some religious feathers already? Listen to what he says. For those God for near, we also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many Brothers and sisters, God predestined for you to look like Jesus. That is insane. Jesus has become the pattern of our new identity. If you want to know what you should look like, look at Jesus. The essence, church, of the gospel, the essence of the gospel is the knowledge that we have been redeemed to a new creation that finds its design in Jesus. Our life mission now, your life mission now is to be like Jesus. Church, that is the essence of discipleship. essence of discipleship, if I disciple you, I do not want to make you to look like me. I want us to look like him. That's the essence of discipleship. That is what it is. That's what it means to disciple your children so that they may look like him. That's what it means to be in your home. But if you don't realize That that is God's plan for you. That is God's heart for you. You have been conformed into his image to look like him. That will be difficult because there will always be something to strive for and to work for. God is doing the conform. He's he's conforming us to look like his son. I want to say this to you, that God's signature is nowhere better displayed than in our redeemed Lives, because we reflect Him. If people look at you, they should see the image of God. And I know some of you say, man, that's a struggle. I'm just, I'm, I'm human, man. I'm, I, 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 what are you talking about, Sean? It feels like I'm missing the whole point. Listen to this, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. He says this, Paul is writing to the Corinthians. He says, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate. What does contemplate mean? Contemplate means to look hard and long and to look intently, right? I'm looking hard and long and intently. He says, and all we all, with unveiled faces, contemplate the Lord's glory. He says, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at who Jesus, I'm, I'm looking at the Lord's glory, hard and long and intently. I'm looking at God's glory, at God's goodness. I'm looking at who he is. He says, we are being, what does it say? Transformed into What? Into what? His image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. He says, when I look at God, when I look at His glory, when I when I when, when I when I press into and I and, and I think and I contemplate this glory of God, this goodness of God, I see myself. Looking at me and thinking, "What?" Because you know what? For too long, the only thing that we see is failure and struggle, and what I'm doing wrong, and I'm not living up to the standard. And God has this high think of me, but I feel like you know I'm 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 Jacob, little worm, and I can't get up. Are you with me this morning, church? that Paul is writing to the Corinthians and says, no, 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 no. You've got to understand, it doesn't start with you. It doesn't start in you. It starts with him. And the more you look at him, the more you see who you are. Get your eyes off yourself and start focusing on the one who is able to transform your life. Look at the one who is able to, 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 to transform you and conform you into the image of Jesus. Church, that is a high calling. That is what it's all about. I, I want to I declare this to you that, that that means the more I look at His glory, the more I see myself. That, that is good news. That is the good news of the gospel. Of Jesus. That is the point of the gospel. Paul says we can see ourselves in the picture if we behold the glory of God. You know, as we behold him, we are now discovering in a mirror his opinion of us. It depends on your day. Or it depends on what you feel like. When I ask you, what do you think God thinks of you? What do you think is God's opinion of you? Some of us might say, you know, today I think God thinks I'm quite cool because I didn't do any sin today. So today I think God, God thinks I'm all right. Tomorrow I choose to do sin. And then I ask you, what, what's God's opinion? Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. God God is, God is upset with me today. Church, no wonder I myself came to a place where I lived an up and down life because now I'm in God's favor or tomorrow I'm not in God's favor. Oh, the day after I'm I'm doing everything right, now I'm in God's favor. And and we're gonna talk about that in, in a minute. But what I wanna say to you is this. I was a sinner because of my association with Adam. I was born into sin. It doesn't matter what I did right. If by any chance I did something right while being in sin in my association with Adam, I could not be righteous. It was impossible. But Jesus came and He reconciled me with God. Are you still with me? You have been reconciled. With God through Jesus Christ. So now, I count myself because of my association, not because of my association with Christ, but because I am in Christ, I am righteous. If I was to ask this morning, who, do you, who of you are righteous? I think some of you would say, mm, do I, yeah, I don't know. Can I put up my, no, I can't. You got a new identity. You got a new identity. In your new identity, it says son and daughter of God the Father. Now listen. If I drive too fast in Australia, I'm going to get a ticket. all right? Can that cop look at me and say, you drove too fast? No more Australian for you. Now you are all back South African. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but my passport says I'm a- no, 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 no. No, that doesn't mean you back Come on, church. Sometimes. Not sometimes. We choose to do sin. Look. Sin, sin doesn't just overtake you. Hello. You choose to do sin. Now you can sit there and say, oh, you know, I, I didn't realize it. No, you chose. And when I sin, when I do sin, I run back to the Father. And I say, God, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. He doesn't go and say, oh, no, 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 no. South African, sorry, mate. Ask smart. No. I child of God. Now that raises a few questions. Because some of you are sitting and thinking, oh my goodness, are you then telling me that I can come out here, you know, I can sin and I can say sorry or whatever? You know what I questioned then? I questioned that you ever were saved. Because if I'm saved, I do not go with the attitude and say, "Whoo Woohoo! When I'm saved, I go out with the attitude and say, now I'm gonna live and look like Jesus. And if I mess up, I'm gonna run back to the Father and say, God, forgive me. But then I'm gonna walk out of there and I'm gonna live of Jesus. That is what it means to be saved. That is the good news of Jesus. When I look at Jesus, I see the proclamation of God over my life. When Peter said that, I think the uh, first or second week, when Jesus was baptized, he heard out of heaven, the Father say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Church, that is the proclamation over your life and over my life. The proclamation over your life, if you're a man, is this is my son in who I am well pleased. If you are a woman, it is, this is my daughter in who I am well pleased. And just for the record, there is no third gender. (laughs) If you're a man, son, I'm well pleased. If you're a woman, woman, I am well pleased. Daughter, I'm well pleased. That is God's proclamation over your life. I see Jesus now as the definition of who I am and who who I am becoming. Look at Jesus and I say, that's who I am. That's who I am. Oh, man. Even when I say this to you, the enemy wants to continually tell me, no, 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 you, you, no, I want to say this is who I am. I'm the son of the living God. Redemption in our lives happens when we discover ourselves in Jesus' good news story. And we judge ourselves as being included in the completed work of Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 to 17. Listen to this. And I'm almost done. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 to 17. Oh, Man, I love this. He says, for Christ's love compels us. Listen to how he starts this. He says, for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced. You don't have to convince me about this. We are convinced that one died for all. And therefore, all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves. Church, that is your calling. Your calling is in Christ, you do not live for yourself. But for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone, you know what? I I, I feel like jumping and shouting and screaming and, and all at the same time. Therefore, if anyone, I'm anyone. I'm part of anyone. Are you part of anyone? For if anyone is in Christ, what did I just say? I'm in Christ now. He says, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Church, our identification with Christ, with His death, with His His resurrection, and with His ascension is the foundation of our new identity. That is who we are. And see yourself. I ask you, see yourself as dead to your old life. See yourself raised. I shout too much. Sorry. Oh, I'm excited this morning. I apologize. I apologize for, for, for shouting. I don't apologize for being excited. But when you listen to what he says he says, "See yourself as dead to your old life. raised into the resurrection life and seated with him in a position of authority Thank you. in heavenly places. Is. Thank you. That is who you are. Okay, help me. Look at the person next to you and say, believe it. That is who you are. Church, listen to this. The impact, the impact of the gospel that which Piet is preaching now for the last three weeks. The impact of the gospel is a transformed life. Have you heard what I said? The impact of the gospel, the good news of, my, uh, of Jesus on my life is a transformed life. I'm not just, and we are not just blessed people. We are not just encouraged people. You don't come here just to be encouraged. We are not just, we are transformed people. That is who we are. Does that make sense? This newfound sense of being accepted by God also leads the way for us having liberty to stand in an intimate and quality relationship with the Father. Here is the secret. Thanks, Lisa. Here is the secret. Here's the secret. Are you with me? You want to hear the secret? Here is the secret. Most people have never learned that the primary reward of Christianity is not heaven. Just let that sink in for a moment. (laughs) The primary reward for you calling yourself a Christian is not heaven. The primary reward of being a Christian is restored intimacy with God the Father. That is the primary reward. To have Jesus as my example, my older brother. To have Jesus as my perfect example, but to live with an intimacy with the father as i was preparing yesterday and just looking at stuff cell they sent me a text a message well he actually sent me a song and this was so confirmation for me and the song he sent me was this the, 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 the title of the song is your presence is heaven to me And it was such a confirmation while while I'm thinking about this and while I'm preparing this. You see, that is the good news. The good news of being saved is not hoping that I will make heaven one day. The good news of being saved is right now in this world with all its struggles and all its pain and with all its difficulties and with all everything that's happening around me, the the, the good news is this, that I can now, now, as Paul says, now, I can stand in an intimate relationship with the creator of everything, That is my stance and that is your stance. Your presence, Lord, that is heaven to me. You see, it's not a place, it's not a somewhere. You know what heaven is? Heaven is a person, his name is Jesus. He says, hey, here I am. I wanna talk to you. How many of you are grateful that we do not have to go to a prophet to hear God speak? How many of you are grateful? If you can lie in your bed. Oh man, I can be so blunt and even say you can stand in the shower and you can hear the voice of a living God inside of you because Jesus came and he restored that relationship with the Father. So my call to you this morning, understand that you now have a new identity I want to say this to you, even if you sit in this building this morning and you haven't made that decision yet to say Jesus I want to have you and make you Lord of my life listen to me, you can't even make that decision on your own He says, God calls and He pulls people to Him. This morning, God is pulling on your heart. This morning, God is talking to you. He says, I'm calling and I want you to be in a relationship with me, in a new identity with me. I cannot even say it's because of my faithfulness or the fact that I said yes to Him that I'm saved. I can only say because of His grace that pulled me and called me and even pulled me into a yes, Lord, that I can say, I am yes, Lord, I am with you. So I want to encourage you this morning. Living a life for Jesus is not just the putting up of your hand this morning and say, okay, well, I'm praying this prayer and walk out of here and stay the same. At least I've prayed the prayer. A save means I once associated with Adam, but now I'm in Christ Jesus still have mistakes I make mistakes but now I'm in Christ Jesus God has pulled me in and my reaction to that is yes Lord yes Lord so I want to ask that, that that you will bow your head if you're in this building just bow your head close your eyes if you feel in your heart this morning you want to respond to the love of Jesus, you wanna respond to a father that says, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. If you wanna respond to that and say, Lord, save me. I want to be in Christ. If you wanna say this morning, Lord, I believe you died, but I wanna be resurrected with you. I'm not actually sure all maybe what that means, Lord, but, but this morning I wanna say, Jesus, Jesus, if you love me so much, Jesus, save me. If that is you this morning, I'd like you just to put up your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All around this building. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Hands are going up. You can put your hand down. That's, That's fine. All around this building, hands are going up. For too long. I've associated with the wrong identity. I feel God's pulling me this morning. I said, Jesus, I say yes to your Lordship so that my life will be transformed. People look at me that they see Jesus. There's a whole lot of people put up their hands this morning. If you haven't put up your hand, I'm gonna ask one more time. I wanna pray for you. Thank you, thank you. If you feel like me, include me. Put up your hand, I would like to pray. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Church, and now I wanna say, we are gonna pray. Now I wanna say this. This morning, when the enemy comes after this, attacks your identity, are you a child of God? Are you a daughter? Are you a son? You can stand boldly and say, I am. Not because I prayed a prayer but because Jesus is love for me and God pulled me and I had the opportunity to respond. I had the opportunity to respond to His love. Therefore, God's opinion of me is son and daughter of God. Father, I thank You this morning that I can pray for each and every one in this building this morning who's crying out, Say, Lord, I want to respond to you. Father, I thank you that your opinion of them has not changed. Your opinion of them is, come here, my son. Come here, my daughter. I love you. Come stand closer to me. I call you into an intimate relationship with me because that is what this is. Father, I pray that as we engage, as we look, as we behold, as we look at your glory, we will see ourselves how you love us, Lord, how you loved your son when you said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Lord, let us hear these words. This is my son. This is my daughter in whom I am well pleased. Not because of what I've done, because of what I've not done, but because of the completed work of Jesus Christ. We respond and we say, Lord, be Lord in our lives. In Jesus' name.